another episode of the Mamma Mia podcast. I'm so excited to be speaking to you guys because it is officially Christmas holidays and I am super amped because this week we are driving back to the Eastern Cape. We're going to be spending Christmas with our family. Oh gosh, I just cannot wait because, you know, Cape Town is fantastic, but unfortunately you can't swim in the ocean here. Now, I don't like swimming in the ocean, but Bruce does, so it's just nice to go somewhere where the ocean is warm enough to actually swim. This week's podcast is incredibly special to us because it is the anniversary of the date we found out that I'm pregnant. So I cannot wait to share with you guys this really funny, sort of everyday kind of story. I don't think there's anything quite extraordinary about this, but honestly, the day that you find out you are no longer two, but three is, well... It's pretty memorable. But before we get into all of that, let's get into this week's coffee catch-up. What's news this week in our lives? Well, we hosted a Christmas pool party this week, which was so much fun. We had some other babies here. We had a whole bunch of grown-ups and everyone swam, floated on a pool, had a delicious braai, had quite a sad lemon meringue. (laughs) Bruce and I attempted a vegan lemon meringue recipe this week. Unfortunately, we couldn't find a recipe that we actually liked because... I don't know if you experience this as well, but a lot of the recipes on Google are from blog posts and we cannot stand a recipe that starts off with a writer's entire backstory like, oh yes, this is the type of food that my grandmother used to make and here are a few fun stories about my grandmother, lol, she was so funny. And then like at the end you get the recipe. But what's worse, what I've noticed is they'll give you, before the ingredients, they'll give you the steps to make it and I'm like... Yes, okay, cool, I'll add the sugar, but how much and when? I don't understand this. So we kind of did a without a recipe kind of thing, which, you know, you can think it just didn't work out at all. The taste was good. The flavors were right, but the meringue didn't work out so well and the actual filling didn't work out so well. The textures were just all wrong. Like you couldn't even cut it with a spoon or with anything. You had to sort of pick it up and chew it off, (laughs) kind of like a piece of biltong. So... Yeah, that didn't work out so well, but I think everyone is really kind about us ruining their dessert. It's all right, though. We'll try again some other time. Fun other fact, it was a vegan recipe, and we've actually never made any type of lemon meringue, so I feel like there are quite a few places that uh, that we went wrong. But that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's news this week. So let us get on to the anniversary of the day that I found out that I'm pregnant. So a little bit of backstory on this. I am currently 26 years old, which is like prime childbearing age, according to doctors and websites and, you know, whomever else feels like they need to have an opinion on it. And honestly, Bruce and I have always wanted kids. He and I have been together for 10 years this year. So since the start, we were like, you know, we would like to have kids. This is something that's important to us. We want to have a large family. Well, maybe not a large family, but, you know, more than just the two of us. So this was something that we've just always wanted. It's always been my dream to be a mom. I've really always wanted to do it. I've just always felt drawn to kids. I love hanging out with them. I feel like their perspective on life is just so much more fun and refreshing and unique than surly old (laughs) grown-ups, especially millennial adults. We have a lot to complain about, and I feel like we do that often. So hanging out with kids is just so much more fun. We got married four years ago and we're like, okay, you know, I'm still studying. We're like living in these small flats. It's not the right time. But about uh, two years ago, I'd say, um, yeah, 
maybe a little bit more than two years ago, we said, right, we feel like this could be a cool time for us to start not trying to not have kids. So just sort of get off the birth control train and just let things happen naturally. Because also at that time, obviously you've got to go for, you know, your yearly gynecological exams, <laughs> examinations, whatever. Have doctors stare up inside of you and make sure that everything's okay. What fun. And at one of these exams, unfortunately, it was picked up that I have PCOS or at least a lot of signs of it. So if you don't know what PCOS is, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which basically means that there are cysts growing on my ovaries. This is because of a hormonal imbalance and just there's a lot of stuff going on in my body. Basically, I have insulin resistance, we realized later on, which caused the PCOS, but there isn't actually like a cure for it. You know, like you can take some medication to lessen it, but the bottom line of it was that it might be difficult for Bruce and I to have kids without any help, which wasn't fun to hear. It was quite disheartening. Even though at that stage we weren't ready to have kids, I was just really fearful of our future. What's going to happen? Are we going to be able to do this? I really wanted to experience pregnancy and motherhood from that perspective. Something that was very, very, and is still close to my heart, obviously. And yeah, so we decided, listen, this might be a very long road, so let's get started sooner rather than later. And we just eliminated birth control. And I read up a lot on this and I was um, reading so many, so many things. And so many times I heard of people who fell pregnant almost instantaneously after going off birth control because it's got something to do with the hormones in your body going on at that time. So I thought, okay, maybe I'll be one of those funky ladies that even though, you know, she's got like partial infertility, she'll just fall pregnant immediately and be one of those like, ooh, yes, no problems at all type of people, you know. That was not the case. That was not the case at all. So in the end, it took us 15 months to fall pregnant, which in the grand scheme of things, is not a very long time. It's you know, my doctors weren't really concerned at that point. I think the last time I went for the last time I went for a checkup, my doctor was saying, listen, if you don't feel pregnant by the end of the year, we'll look into starting on some medication in the new year. And this was 2018. And I was like, okay, this is probably what it's gonna be. I sort of started to make peace with it. But honestly, I if you've ever been excited to get pregnant and it didn't happen right away, every single month that it doesn't happen your heart just kind of breaks a little bit. It's yeah, it's really disheartening. It's it's heartbreaking sometimes, you know, because pregnancy symptoms, early pregnancy symptoms are so ambiguous because there's so many other things that they could come from. So no matter what happened, if I was showing the slightest hint of any sort of early pregnancy symptom that anyone had ever felt and had put on some article that I read, I would get so hopeful and so excited. I need to have my hopes and dreams entirely dashed. It was awful. It was really, really bad. And some months I'd be like, okay, you know, it's not a good time for us to get pregnant. I totally get it. And then other months I would just be in absolute tears and shambles about it. Just thinking, you know, are we ever going to be able to get pregnant? 15 months of this is pretty rough. I feel like the first three or four months I was like, okay, it could happen anytime. My hormones have to balance. A lot of people take about three to four months when everything's fine. It just kept on happening and kept on breaking my heart and I try to focus on other things. I try to focus on my studies and on my work and basically just anything else for me to focus on. And I started just continuously adopting animals. <laughs> I think I had a yeah, I had a rabbit at some point. Unfortunately, 
our dog killed it. But the rabbit was a little bit of a pseudo baby for me because it's small, it's cuddly, it's something for me to take care of. And looking back, it was not the best idea to adopt it. And I was really doing it for the wrong reasons. 2018, don't even remember which month it was. 2018 sometime, Bruce and I were just like, you know what? Maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't. We'll see what goes on in the new year. We'll go back to the doctor and we'll have a few tough conversations. He's at that point also considering getting himself checked out. I think it's a little bit different for men. Like it's, I don't know, I've just noticed that the guys that I have spoken to who didn't fall pregnant immediately with their wives, uh, there's just something else about going to get checked out. There's just this extra psychological stuff going on, which I'm sure Bruce will never tell us about. (laughs) He's very private. Maybe I'll ask him and we'll see what he says. But yeah, we just kind of left it out of our minds and we're like, you know, whatever. Because at that point, so many times I my, my period had been late and I would get so excited and I'd get so hopeful and I'd do a pregnancy test and just be absolutely heartbroken. And then literally the next day my period would start. It was this cruel universal joke going on that I was not appreciating at all. <laughs> Gosh, I really was quite a depressing person back then, I feel. Secretly, I think. I'm not sure. I didn't really talk to a lot of people about this up until I started talking to people about it. So I just sort of was like, you know what? I'm not going to keep this a secret. I'm just going to be like open about this. If people even sort of start to mention having kids one day or their plans for families, they'd be like, yeah, you know, Bruce and I are really into this, but PCOS, right? It's really making it difficult for us. And I don't know if we'll be able to even have kids. It's this really depressing thing that's weighing really heavily on us. And my strategy at that point was to not keep it in the dark and was to not be secretive about it was to not be ashamed of my body not being able to do this thing that you know a lot of people believe well yeah a lot of people believe is what you know the the female body was meant to do I say a lot of people this is what the female body was created for not everybody's into it but you know I am so yeah I wanted that for my body and a lot of people, no matter what their stance was on kids, I've, I surrounded myself with people that even though they didn't want kids, they were very supportive of me having kids or they wanted to have kids themselves. And, you know, some of them might have been struggling as well. And a little bit of my strategy was also to have it in more people's minds so that they could think more positive thoughts, you know, maybe send a prayer or two away. Because I really believe that the more positive energy you send towards someone, the more they receive. So that was a bit of my strategy to get more people on board with getting us pregnant and sending more positive energy, sending more prayers and honestly just being a little bit more supportive. Yeah, and then at that point, Bruce and I were just like, you know what, let's just take all of the pressure off because unbeknownst to us, we'd put a ton of pressure on and the whole idea was just to eliminate birth control earlier so that we didn't stress about it, so that it was something going on in the back of our minds instead of in the forefront. And unfortunately, with every month, It just came closer and closer to the forefront of my mind and later on became something that I just, I super obsessed about. Yeah, we're like, you know what, we're taking a break. This is done. We don't want to do this anymore. And it was early December of 2018. We had gone on holiday with some friends uh, to Paternoster. (laughs) It was a lot of fun. A friend from Canada was there with her little girl and we just like, you know, we're going to have a fantastic weekend together, just relax. At that point, I was already two days late on my period, but I was just like, you know what, this happens all the time. I don't care. (laughs) Like, I'm not reading into this at all. And we just had a fantastic weekend. We actually did a photo shoot because our friend from Canada is a photographer. Because Bruce and I were like, you know, we've been married for three years. It is very much time for us to have a new set of pretty photos of ourselves. And on that weekend, I think it was the Friday night. I can't even remember. Oh, more backstory. I 
had never been drunk before then. I'm such a goody two-shoes. I just pay way too much attention to what I drink and how much of it. I never mix my drinks. I'm very much a red wine girl, although now I'm quite into white wine. So, you know, wine, yeah, that's for me. So I'm far away from anybody who knows us. Um, we're with friends. We're in a safe space. Bruce is like, he won't get drunk. He's fine. He'll make sure that I'm okay. And I'm like, okay, cool. Tonight's the night. I'm going to get drunk. And I start mixing drinks. And I tried some gin. I'm not a big fan. But, you know, I tried it and some wine and some beer. And things got out of hand. And basically what I remember from that night is crying with my one friend over something. And then sort of realizing that I'm drunk and it being absolutely hilarious and Bruce saying okay it's time for bed I think it was like 9 p.m I'm I don't have a very strong constitution when it comes to mixing drinks and he says to me right time for bed and he sort of walks me down the alleyway and I'm stumbling all over the place and it's just hilarious because I can't stand upright and I'm thinking good grief what have I done this is so funny and he gets me into the bedroom tries to help me change into my pjs what a funny evening I fell off the bed while trying to put on my pajama pants and that just broke me I was just like lying on the floor crying from laughter it was so funny and then the next morning luckily I had no hangover because at this point I'm 24 years old so I'm like haha no hangover for me 25 gosh I can't get my years right I'm 25 years old at this point and yay Bruce made sure that I drank a lot of water the night before and during the night as well so yeah, he's a very good husband. He took very good care of me. And that day we did our photo shoot. And I think then I was about four or five days late. And I tell him I'm four or five days late during the photo shoot. So on some of the photos, you can see the two of us kind of looking at each other smugly and like, hmm, could it be, you know, do we dare get even kind of hopeful about any of this? We're not sure. Yeah, so we drive home and... <laughs> I I think we got back on the 17th of December so I'm like cool that's fine yay and then my period still hadn't started and I'm thinking okay this is weird so on the 18th of December 2018 I take a pregnancy test while Bruce is out at Builders <laughs> we're still busy renovating our house DIYing all these things I think we were painting one of our walls this fun blue because Paternoster is all these this beautiful blue on very fresh white. So we're like, we want some blue in our house as well to get that Potternoster feeling. I see by the seer type of vibes. And while he's out, I take this pregnancy test and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't think anything really is happening with this. And the second line pops up and my heart just stops because I cannot believe what I'm looking at. I... I just cannot believe what I'm seeing and I sit on the bed and I remember I started breathing really deeply and I started crying and I was just like thank you God oh my word (laughs) I could not believe it and it really it took me some time to just calm down because at that point my heart is racing I'm like starting to sweat and I don't know if I should be crying or smiling or laughing or like what emotion I should be feeling because I'm feeling all of them at that point oh gosh Bruce gets home and I'm like okay how am I going to tell him like I I always dreamed of telling him in these fun ways but now I found out that I'm pregnant and there's no way I can keep it a secret I'm way too excited I'm way too elated about this he's going to know something's up but he's so busy with the DIY stuff that he hardly notices what's going on with me so I'm like okay that's fine and I go sit in the kitchen and I make us a cup of tea each and I'm just drinking my tea and I left the pregnancy test literally right next to his cup of tea because I'm like he'll take his tea and look down and be like oh what's this what a lovely surprise (laughs) 
So I'm sitting there and I'm like waiting for him like, love, please come and drink your tea. He's so busy wanting to paint the wall and setting up stuff. He's like, no, no, he'll come get his tea just now. And I'm like, fine, okay. And I sit there and I'm sipping my tea and I'm just like, I have a baby inside of me. Oh my word. Yay, I don't know how to feel. Keep your face straight, Lou. Focus. And he finally gets in. He takes his cup of tea. He's like, thanks, love. And pops outside again. I'm like, are you being serious right now? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Freaking out entirely. Like, it's br- it was literally right next to his cup of tea. How did he not see it? So I call him back inside. I'm like, love, would you please just look down at where I put your tea? Like, just look at it. And he's like, why? What are you talking about? Like, just freaking look. Just go look. And he looks down and he pauses. And he's like, what's this? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you know, um, yeah, it's a pregnancy test. He's like, are you pregnant? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he had no idea what was going on. I think the cogs turned very slowly in his brain because he was still like on, hey, I've got to get painting. And yeah just totally set in and i'm like you know there isn't really such a thing as a false positive because there's not a lot of ways for a false positive to come up on a pregnancy test but it is possible so i found the doctor and i'm like i gotta come check it out please uh, do a pregnancy test medically wires on me and he does and yeah i found out that i was at that point around five weeks pregnant <sighs> and then i have to ask him listen doc I decided that the first time I should get drunk was while being five weeks pregnant. Is my baby okay? Now, luckily, I have this wonderful doctor who is just a hoot and a half. Like, he makes the worst jokes and he calls me a horrible mother. And, you know, (laughs) he says, no, no, nothing should have happened very, very early in the pregnancy. It's okay. Just don't do it again. Obviously, I did not do it again. I did feel like crap, though, because I'm like, what are the odds? The one time I decide to get drunk, I'm actually five weeks pregnant. Don't go so deep into denial that that's what you actually do to yourself, for goodness sake. Yeah, so that's how on the 18th of December we found out that we're pregnant. And the next day, the 19th of December, is our anniversary. And at that point, I think, yeah, that was our third anniversary. Bruce and I work in threes, I noticed. When we were uh, dating for three years, we got engaged. And when we were three years engaged, we got married. And then three years later, we found out, oh, we're having a little baby. And it's always in December. My life, I told you in last week's podcast, so many things happen in December for the two of us. Our lives just entirely change. So last year, December, we found out we're pregnant. This year, December, we don't know what I'm doing for employment in 2020. So, you know, it's funny. It's it's really funny how this pattern sort of manifests in our lives. So... That is a story of how we found out that I'm pregnant and I think I'll share my pregnancy story in a different podcast because this one's already getting quite long and I don't want to bore you too much. Plus my pregnancy story I feel is a lot of fun as well. So yeah, I just wanted to share this with you guys because honestly it's such a special day for us because I didn't think I could get pregnant. I didn't think it would happen for us naturally without assistance. I didn't think we would have this amazing little baby girl who has just come and turned our lives upside down in the best, best, best of ways. And yeah, that day, the 18th of December 2018, changed our lives forever in the most incredible way. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. I look forward to telling you some more fun pregnancy stories, although next week is Christmas. I'm not sure if I'll be posting a podcast just yet, as we'll be in the Eastern Cape, and I don't know if I want to schlug all my equipment along to the Eastern Cape. I might just be back in the new year. 
Um, yeah, so if I don't see you next week, I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas, that you're being safe, that you are putting on your sunscreen <laughs> and that you are having the most blessed of times. That's all this week for the Mama Lou podcast. Thank you so much for liking and subscribing. Please remember to leave a kind review. It helps to get the podcast out there. And also, you know, go share it with all of your fun friends for this festive season. Please remember also to go follow us on Instagram. That is Mama Lou underscore podcast for some fun everyday stories, some extra photos of the wee little bub. And until next time, this is Mama Lou. Remember that parenting is hard. Being a human being is hard. And that's okay.